we Episcopalians fancy ourselves to be a genteel people. And you can see that in our art and our architecture and our candles and our colors and our pageantry and people and our dignity and decorum and our sacraments and our silence. We don't do pandemonium. Which is exactly what's going on at the end of that gospel lesson today. Everywhere Jesus goes, there's pandemonium. Mark tells us when people recognized Jesus, they ran throughout the whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever Jesus went, into the villages or the towns or the countryside, people placed their sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them even touch his edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. Jesus shows up and people start running around town collecting all the sick people they can find, bring them in on stretchers like the opening scene from the TV show MASH, and they lay them out where they hope Jesus is going to be. And imagine, imagine the noise as every sick person in town tries to get Jesus' attention to lure him over close enough to grope him. Here I am, pick me, pick me, I'm sick over here. Pandemonium. Aren't we glad Jesus doesn't come around here? Well, just kidding, because he is here. And did you notice how many people in the story that reached out and touched him, how many of them got healed? All of them. All of them. You know, if any of us could heal everyone who touched us, I imagine we would spawn some pandemonium as well. But Jesus didn't just heal people. The Greek word translated healed in this passage passage is sozo, S-O-Z-O. And yes, it means to heal, but in other places in the New Testament, it, it equally means to be saved, cured, delivered, made well, or made healthy. Sozo means all of those things. And as our Savior, our sozoer, Jesus didn't come merely to heal us. Heal us. He wants to sozo us, to save us, and make us healthy in every realm of our life, our spirit, our mind, our body, our emotions, our relationships, our finances. And so when Mark writes, all who touched Jesus were healed, it means that everyone who touched him had their immediate presenting problem taken care of, but each of them also got some dose of health in every other area of their life. That's because Jesus loves us and wants us to be completely whole. He's that shepherd that good shepherd in Psalm 23, you know the words, we just said them. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, which means since Jesus takes care of me, I lack for nothing. Jesus sozos us by providing for us and making sure that we have everything we need. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Jesus sozos us by leading us into green pastures and beside still waters to give us peace, which is precisely what we need in our culture of crisis in an age of anxiety. He restores us to health and heals us when and wherever we are in our life that we're sick, in our spirits, our minds, our bodies, our emotions, our relationships, our finances. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Jesus sozos us by protecting us from eternal harm by his power, and he calms our fear 
with his presence. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Jesus doesn't sozo us only once or twice in our life or give us only three wishes like the genie of the lamp. He gives us so much help that our cup runneth over with blessings of family and faith and hope and love, not just for a little while, but as we accept his his invitation to dwell in the house of the Lord forever, forever. There's more. Jesus is the good shepherd in Psalm 23, and he does what Paul describes in his letter to his friends in Ephesus. He tears down the dividing wall of hostility that exists between enemies. He also pulls down the walls that family and friends erect between themselves to separate themselves from each other, making the two groups into one. Jesus sozos us by helping us forgive each other, reconcile with each other, get along with each other, and love one another, which is, of course, the healthiest way to live. Everywhere Jesus went, health broke out and pandemonium followed. Well, yeah, because all who touched him were sozoed, forgiven, provided for, protected, reconciled, restored, and given peace, all of them. Now, you know, there's no reason that why Jesus can't do today everything he did back then, that he could sozo each of us in whatever area of our life needs help. But when we hear that Jesus, when we hear where Jesus is, do we do what those folks did back then? Do we run to him? Do we carry our sick family and friends to him? Do we reach out our hands to try to touch even the edge of his garments on the very good chance that he just might sozo some of us? Now, those folks back then fully expected Jesus to do something. Do we? Do we? When Jesus shows up in our life, what do we expect? Are we looking for him to do with us what he did with them in the Bible? Now, I hope so. But if not, why not? Maybe it's because we don't know where Jesus is. Well, that's silly. Everybody knows Jesus is everywhere all the time. Well, you know, if he's ever anywhere in particular, surely he's here, especially on Sundays. And that's good to know because every one of us needs some sozoing frequently, if not every day, certainly every week. And even if we don't need any help for ourselves right now, we all know somebody who does. So if Jesus is here right now, and he is, where's the pandemonium? Well, As I said, you know, we Episcopalians are too cool for that kind of nonsense. We like a genteel Jesus. But even a genteel Jesus sozoed. So where in your life do you need to be sozoed today or this next week or from what happened to you last week? And whom do you know who needs to be sozoed? Because Jesus is here, and he's ready to do his part. 
And our part is to reach out and touch him, to grab his clothes as he goes by. It's to bring our sick friends to him, if not on a stretcher, at least in prayer. Let's not miss the chance to reach out and touch him ourselves or to bring to him anyone we know who needs some help. Now, in just a minute, I'm going to invite us all to close our eyes. And if you or someone you know needs some help in any area of life, I'm going to invite you to stand up, to reach out your hand, and touch the edge of Jesus' garment because he's here. And because he's here, let's ask him to sozo us, to heal us, forgive us, provide for us, reconcile us, restore us, heal our relationships, tear down those walls of hostility that we put up between us and those we hate, and between those of us, between ourselves and those we love. Let's also bring to Jesus folks that we know need some sozoing by praying for them and reaching out on their behalf. Well, let's do that. Please close your eyes and don't peek. If you would like Jesus to sozo you or anyone you know, please stand up and reach out your hand to touch him. Keeping your eyes closed in the silence, tell him what you'd like him to do for you. Tell him what you'd like him to do for that person. Tell him where you hurt. Tell him where you're sick. Tell him what you're afraid of. Tell him your needs. Ask him to tear down the wall between you and your enemies and between you and your friends. Ask him to heal, to forgive, to restore, to provide, to protect, to give peace, to calm your fears and give you and whoever you're praying for help. Now, keeping your eyes closed, you may sit down now. And after you sit down, you can open your eyes. Now, if you didn't stand up, today's not the only time that Jesus is here. He's here every Sunday at all four services and all Sunday afternoons. But he's also with you wherever you go. So whenever you or someone you know needs some sozoing, you don't have to wait for Sunday or to come on this campus. Wherever you are, reach out and touch Jesus. Bring to him in prayer people that you know have needs. And the Savior will heal, forgive, provide, protect, restore, and give you and them help. Because all who reach out and touch him will be healed. Now, wouldn't that be something if it really happened? even if it costs us a little pandemonium. Let's stand. And in the words of the Nicene Creed found on the screen, let us profess our faith in Jesus, who heals and restores us. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen, we believe in one Lord Jesus.
morning. The prayers of the people are found on the screen. You may sit or stand. In peace we pray to you, Lord God. For all people in the daily life and work. For the members of the Supreme Court and all appointed officials. For this community, the nation, and the world. For the just and proper use of your creation. For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble. For the peace and the unity of the Church of God. For the clergy and the people of the Episcopal Church, for Michael, our presiding bishop, 